Exercise causes physical changes to your brain that invigorate your thinking, reasoning, memory and mood. Today I reveal the type of exercise that women should be doing in midlife to keep their brain younger, manage menopausal symptoms and safeguard against future dementia. Hello there, I'm neuroscientist Dr Ben Webb, sharing brain advice for a mentally healthy and happy midlife. Welcome to episode 66 of Better Brain, Better You. determines every aspect of your life, your thoughts, your emotions, your personality, your movement and your memory. Your brain is you now and it's you in the future as well so you should really be doing everything you can to take good care of it and just as you can protect other areas of your health you can take steps to keep your brain healthy and protect it from damage and disease in the future and to help you take control of your brain health I've put together a free guide that shows you the six simple steps to a healthy brain. So you can get this free guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. Go ahead and download this free guide. It's, it really will help you to start building a healthy brain and body. Okay, so exercise actually causes physical changes to your brain. They not only act as a safeguard against future dementia, but also invigorate your abilities to think, reason, and remember in the here and now. And there are no two ways about it. Your brain receives positive benefits every time you put on your trainers and move away from the sofa. So the undeniable benefits of physical exercise for brain function is clear on multiple fronts. So first off, physical activity promotes heart health, and what's good for your heart is good for your brain. And aerobic exercise in particular That's the kind that makes your heart beat faster, enhances blood flow and circulation, pumping more oxygen and nutrients to the brain. And it's this enhanced blood flow that makes you feel clear-headed after exercise, while working its magic behind the scenes, stopping your arteries getting clogged up. Plus, when you move your body enough, endorphins, your body's natural painkillers, flow freely, automatically lifting your mood And serotonin is released, relaxing you and making you happy. The antidepressant effects of exercise have also been linked to a drop in stress hormones, which we could all use. At the same time, exercise stimulates the growth of hormones that promote the growth of new brain cells and connections. And also acts as a first aid kit for any brain cells in need of repair. So thanks to that, your brain experiences increased plasticity and connectivity, improving your ability to make and retain memories. Plus exercise keeps your DNA young as well. Higher levels of exercise have been linked to a good nine fewer years of brain aging. And exercise is not only a muscle building, stress busting, endorphin releasing, memory enhancer and time reverser, it also powers up your immune system too. Regular exercise tunes, turns down inflammation, increasing your defence against a variety of diseases, not least of which is Alzheimer's. So leading an active lifestyle keeps your brain younger. Compared to physically active people, sedentary people show an acceleration of brain cell ageing and brain shrinkage, while exhibiting a, a much higher number of plaques which are associated with Alzheimer's disease. And people as young as 30, 40 and 50 
with a sedentary lifestyle have these adverse brain changes far ahead of the time in life that they really should do. But we now know that different types of physical exercise can slow down brain shrinkage, improve mental function, and even present the onset of mental decline later in life. So recent breakthroughs have shown that even women carrying the genetic mutations that cause Alzheimer's disease can actually lower their risk of ever developing disease by engaging in the right type of physical activity. So not only is keeping your body moving a crucial component of leading a brain-healthy life, but it also has the effect of turning back the clock and reducing genetic risk for diseases. So today, a lack of physical exercise is actually listed as one of the top risk factors for Alzheimer's. So for many women, trying to find the time, energy and resources in midlife to exercise can actually be a real challenge because of the demands placed on them at this time of life. That much coveted me time can also coincide with the beginnings of perimenopause. And when you can't sleep and you're not feeling at your best, hitting the gym is probably the last thing on your mind. And in the years leading up to the menopause, and even more so after menopause, the drop in hormones can trigger fatigue, slow down your metabolism, promote achy joints and reduce stamina, all combining to make the sofa appear much more inviting than a workout. But thankfully, there's lots that you can do to get your body moving in the right way. And the beneficial effects of exercise on the brains of women are as evident in your 20s as they are in middle age. So exercise lowers the risk of mental decline more in women than it does in men, reducing your future risk of dementia. And it's also critical to your health, as, as critical to your health as mammograms, annual checkups, and so on. It becomes even more crucial once you hit 50 and want to counteract a number of menopause-related effects, as well as muscle loss. But there are real differences between men and women that cause different responses to exercise. So not only do men and women differ in the way they age, they also have different reactions to their workouts. So new research suggests that for the average woman, low to moderate intensity exercise is generally better than exercise that favours intense bursts of effort. So in the exercise world, low to moderate intensity exercise is anything really that ups your heart rate and makes you sweat lightly rather than profusely. You can carry on a conversation, albeit a little out of breath, but you couldn't start singing, let's say. Whereas high-intensity exercise, like you do in a spin class, you can only get out a few words here and there and can't hold a full conversation. So the problem with high-intensity exercise for midlife women is it actually increases cortisol, and cortisol promotes stress, while at the same time increasing inflammation and exacerbating the risk of joint, muscle and heart disease. And elevated cortisol also reduces the levels of other important hormones like progesterone, promoting hot flushes, anxiety, and even the potential for depression. So by not taking cortisol into account, high-intensity regimes can actually create more trouble than they're worth, especially from, for, for perimenopausal and menopausal women. This is not to say that women should lift lighter dumbbells or ditch the chin-ups. If you're used to a high-intensity exercise regime, good for you. But if you aren't, don't worry. As a rule of thumb, research suggests that low-intensity exercise optimises metabolic performance in, a women when, in women when sustained over time. So try to exercise three to five times a week and then adjust the duration of your workout based on your age and your overall health, including your fitness level, personal goals, 
risk and medications. So menopausal status is also a really big factor to consider whether you're adjusting your current routine or starting a new one. So from your 30s up until you hit menopause, you should strive for a moderate rather than a low to moderate intensity three exercise three to five times a week. The best available scientific evidence suggests pairing moderate intensity aerobic exercise like walking two miles in 30 minutes, swimming laps for 20 minutes, biking five miles in 30 minutes, playing a ball sport like netball or tennis for 20 minutes with resistance training like lifting weights or using resistant bands or body weight exercises like push-ups and pull-ups to help build muscle tone. An aerobic exercise of sufficient intensity coupled with improved muscle strength provides most benefit for your brain and mental performance at this age. But for women who are at menopause age or older, the scientific evidence strongly suggests that doing lower intensity exercise, but more frequently, is the key to a healthy brain. So for women aged 50 to 70, and for younger women going through menopause, three to five times a week, but at 30 to 45 minutes for each exercise session. And for women over 70, daily sessions of about 15 minutes are recommended. So try and keep an open mind here because different forms of exercise that might actually seem a little bit too gentle at first can be particularly beneficial in keeping your brain and body pointing in the right direction while keeping your energy levels up as well. So exercise to try out, try out are things like speed walking at least 2.5 miles an hour, bike ride at 7 to 10 miles an hour, gentle swimming, doing yoga or Pilates or hopping on the elliptical machine at a slower but steady ride. Weightlifting and resistance training, like lifting light to moderate weights and using resistance bands can also be helpful in building stronger muscles and bones. So the benefits you'll see for your brain once you start to get physical reminds us that the brain doesn't operate in isolation. What you do with your body has a direct and vital impact on your mental faculties. So sitting still all day turns out to be really dangerous. So it's best not to dither too long about what exercise or activity you want to do Find something you enjoy and get up and do it. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I've put together a free guide to help you take control of your brain health. It shows you the six simple steps to a healthy brain. You can get this free guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain health. Go ahead and download this free guide. It really will help you to start building a healthy brain and body And I hope this episode on brain healthy exercising for women in midlife was helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Take really good care of yourself, stay safe and healthy, and I will look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.